All right, I'm gonna intro this thing, and then we'll uh, we'll try to stay on topic for a little bit. But it don't matter. We can we can wander around and have some fun. I don't care. Uh, all right. Cool. Hey everyone, uh, this is going to be an extra special and probably difficult episode to listen to because I've got four different people on the phone. You guys want to go through and uh, intro yourselves? No? <laughs> okay. I've got, I've got Josh on here. You Are you one of to host your podcast too? <laughs> It'd make, make life a lot easier for me if you guys did the work. All right. Let's just... Um, all right, we got Josh okay. here. We got yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> we got Brian um, Wampler. We Josh, got Robert Keeley. Yes. We've got uh, Ryan Dyke. Is that how you pronounce your last name, Ryan? I don't think he's coming through. I don't think we can hear Ryan. I don't hear. I don't hear Ryan at all. Yeah, so, sorry, Ryan. I don't think your your phone is working. Uh, send they me... don't have phones in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like he's roboting out in the background, but he's listening. So if that means anything to the to the uh, the listeners, we've got Ryan from Temple Audio <laughs> listening to this phone call. Uh, so uh, this is all set up because uh, Sweetwater is sponsoring the podcast this month, and they wanted me to call you guys up and talk about this world's biggest pedal board thing. Uh, I already watched all their content. So, uh, I mean, are there, are there stones unturned here or questions you guys want me to ask you? I mean, I, we already established that I want you to do my work for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's basically it. Good podcast, guys. Yeah, good podcast, all right. guys. Yeah, all right. Uh, fantastic time. <laughs> I mean, I have a couple questions. I did, I did prep a little bit. I'm not that lazy. Um, how excited yeah, you are, are you guys to be uh, Guinness World Record holders? Man, I'm very excited. It is a big deal. I think it's really cool. It says a lot for our, I think, our for our entire community, our little industry, uh, getting together, showing that these pedals are fun, interconnectable, and all that good stuff, and that uh, it is a lot of fun, and, and you can do crazy stuff with it, and the stuff works. It's good equipment. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's crazy to me that it worked. I mean, I my first pedals growing up, like, all picked up radio stations, and the fact that you could have 319 of these so, things? <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous and still pass the signal it worked yeah. it, it was awesome it was a lot of fun <laughs> well the, the sound at the end is is i think that's subjective whether or not that's working or not but there was a signal so it was like a sonic youth song it sounded oh, totally. great yeah totally just like sonic youth i mm-hmm. was i was when i was watching the video oh my gosh what who did we lose Okay, <laughs> I don't even. Robert, I'm here. I'm, I am here. Robert, I'm here. Ryan is here with the B. All right, here's the deal. Let's just push through and ignore that. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we can we can run 319 pedals together. We can't combine five phone calls. There we go. It's gone. Think, oh my god. Yeah. Big, big apologies to, to Ryan Dagg. I don't think he uh, he made it into our conference call. So. He's texting us right now. <laughs> Maybe he can, re- can he rejoin us? Can the, he said he's connected, but the line is silent. Weird. Uh, t- t- text him for me and tell, tell him I'll talk to him some other time. We'll do a side thing. Well, I was going to say, uh, Ryan was, was instrumental in, in getting this whole thing together. I think everyone would agree that without those temple boards and the uh, 
power supplies. Power supplies. Yeah, we would have been in a mm-hmm. in a rough situation. So yeah, uh, I, right. have, I have a lot of respect for Ryan and all his creations because they yeah, I agree. Okay. And I I don't mean this in a negative way because I love pedal train board. I love there's all kinds of great boards, but I think any other style of board and situation would have been really twice as hard. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, I mean, you've got is, this like says you, a lot about his design. You've got this unified platform, and you put everything on it, and it all just works together. It seemed really smart to me watching the videos. Yeah, on his it. power power supply worked flawlessly. Really wild. It was. I think not not only that, not only was it dependable, but as we discussed before, it was remarkably noise free too. So one thing I like about the temple pedal boards is that it's kind of like graph paper, and you got to stick to the to the nodes. You have to, and that made the pedal the, the whole collection of three hundred and nineteen pedals look amazing because they were all so yeah. uniform and stuff like that. So yeah, not, really, really not only was it very very functional, plus troubleshooting when we got to to uh, troubleshoot each row of effects pedals. We got to plug into a row and analyze just that row. So yeah, I liked I liked his in and out connections. They made it real tidy as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean Josh, yeah, and, what do, what do you think what, about in and out connections? Um the in and it's kind of overrated. <laughs> in and out the in and out thing <laughs> you know overall it's just like it's pretty overrated. It's a, it's not bad. Right, right. It's not it's not a bad interface. <laughs> In and out. <laughs> there's better. There's better ways to do it. Sure, anyway, sure. Uh, what were you guys? Is I mean, I I don't know if you're like me, but I I grew up like going into the school library and checking out like all the Guinness uh, record books and like just like pouring through them and like just looking at the ridiculous pictures and stuff. Like, were you guys' favorite like Guinness World Records from back in the day? Ro- Roberts. Roberts is the ten foot long fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just never could understand how they got all the color variations in it, all the gradients in those nails. I was like, that is really the grossest lizardy looking thing yeah. I've ever seen. Snakeskin. It looked like snakeskin instead of fingernails, you know? I always thought it looked so, like, yeah. like a big root or something like that. It's just not even a human thing anymore. It's like plant matter. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I was always like transfixed on those, uh, the twins, like the twin section. <laughs> Of the records, and they were like the two, like, like biggest twins on the s- smallest motorcycles record. Like, <laughs> that was one of my favorites. I would always pull up that page. And go, Man, there they are. Look at those guys. <laughs> there's two. Of like, them. I'm on the website. I'm on the website right what? now, and there's there's a guy. He's gonna break the sound barrier, falling from space. I mean, but Man. I think that we. Yeah, very practical. Well, yeah, anyone can break the sound barrier falling from space. You just have to get high enough. I mean, what you guys did is a real thing. Yeah, we're we're for the simple man to to achieve. Right. See, and then there's auto. There's a picture of a bulldog on a skateboard, and it says auto, longest human tunnel traveled through by a skateboarding dog. (laughs) Why didn't you guys go for that record? (laughs) <laughs> that's, a, that's a question for Natalie. <laughs> uh, do you guys think? I think that the Sweetwater should go for more of these records. Do you guys remember the video that came out like a year ago of the guy running all his orange amps in like a uh, in like a storage unit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I think I think Sweetwater I needs to, to do. That. I think Sweetwater needs to do most amps run at the same time next. I think that would be in fantastic. a storage unit. In a storage unit. <laughs> no, if you can watch that video. Like the, cam- okay. the camera have, is like vibrating. I had a friend, so in my when I had my band in high school, there was another friend with his band, and they rehearsed in a storage unit, and it was just like pure hell. They left. Yeah, it I was can a imagine. Good idea, but it was pure. Hell. It was like corrugated aluminum walls. No, this this guy did it out. Like he hauled it all out of his storage unit, and he was out like on the sidewalk in front of it, and even with that going on and him filming from like twenty feet away, like you could see. Like the sound waves rippling the limbs of the camera. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Yeah, some serious plate reverb though, that's for sure. <laughs> so uh, uh I think we decided I think we decided that we were gonna do uh next year for our Guinness Book of World Record, um the four or five of us were gonna team up and do the the world's smallest pedal. So when they yes. film it, it's just like four or five of us dudes in a little circle, <laughs> just <laughs> talking about the wonders of, of setting the record for the smallest little pedal. I I, I like, like it. On a quarter inch TRS jack. I love it. Put it. It's putting three. Here's the deal: three hundred and fifty pedals or circuits in a guitar cable. Oh my god! There you go. In the cable. Just with a yeah, giant chunk of heat shrink over the whole length of it. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing it's like black ice. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll look like an anaconda that swallowed a pedal board. It'll be amazing. Yeah, I think Robert can do that. What, 320 <laughs> black ices in one cable? <laughs> yes. Imagine the harmonic distortion. Uh, something, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> something I wanted to ask is I know there were like a lot, a lot of rules for this thing. Like there couldn't be the same pedal twice in the chain, and uh, you know various things like that. But if if you guys were going to design like one pedal that could be repeated like 320 times and give you a functional sound at the end, like what would that look like? Well, we did the math. So, was it ten percent of this was all tube screamer? Was that? I keep forgetting. Yeah, ten percent, right, mm-hmm. guys? That actually sounds yeah, pretty. Oh so, yeah, that actually sounds yeah, pretty I low to me. Just, I, I feel like maybe yeah. like seventy percent of all pedals are tube screamers. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna well, say. But, I think you could just stack three hundred overdrives or boost circuits into each other. It'd be super noisy, but. I don't know. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, what we learned is at the end of this chain, it doesn't matter. It's like... Well, remember, you, you guys did run like five walls all at one time or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you can't... You you put the waveform at a point where it doesn't... I don't think it matters. But you could tell. I mean, you know, he's hitting the acoustic simulator and it's like, something's happening. Right. But, <laughs> my my thought was when he got to the end of the board, it was like, oh, it would have been so great to put like a boss slicer at the end and just cut the whole thing up to be like a rhythm, you know? Yeah, that would have been a that would you should have been there. I should have been. That would have been good. Yeah, next time, <laughs> next time. Like guys, where's the slicer? That's what we need. That's probably not 
That's they don't even sell those not, anymore, it's right? It's not in production. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, just any other tremolo yeah. then. Just throw any tremolo at the end and just cut a great big, uh, you know, square wave out of the whole signal. I did love that the, the shot where they flipped over the wah board though, and <laughs> that was genius. Using all the wahs mm-hmm. at the same time is beautiful. I want that in my life. <laughs> We have talked about teaming up for a, uh, you know, a, a teamwork type pedal that simulates all 319 of them. It's like there's a bypass <laughs> button and then like a world domination button or a world record button. Sorry. And it's just the, the, the sound of all 319 pedals. And then you got to put it in we a mini box. Of course. Finger, yeah. finger enclosure, yeah, no knob, just a switch on and off. <laughs> You, you have to. Yeah. One one TRS jack for in and out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have to buy an adapter just to use it. And it has like the tiniest solar panel that powers it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not connected to a battery. You have to use it outside or near a window. Like You have to. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, there, that's a, a thing you guys could start with is the world's largest solar-powered pedal board. And you could start with, you know, like a dozen pedals and then wait for other people to catch up, you know, and just defend your title. We, are. we also talked about the world's largest tube screamer. Mm-hmm. So, like, I got to tell you, I was already fantasizing about walking around and, like, how we could set up, like, little swings on on parts and and we could take little tours and stuff like that throughout the walk around pedal. <laughs> Make it so that there like you could walk in to it and like it's, do like a, like a tour yeah, like of a, the circuit board. Well it's like uh if you've ever seen the magic school bus. Uh-huh. Anybody? Oh yeah. Anybody? Nobody? Yeah. So yeah, you're like it you, you get it you're in the pedal. We would have to make we would actually have to make the components. Like giant resistors, we would actually just have to make them Giant capacitors, discrete op amp. I yep. still don't know how that would even work. I don't think we could do that. <laughs> I want to see the LED. It would just be like this gigantic, you know, like football field light. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, it would cost like, like a million dollars. It would, it would like, cost like a million dollars to do that because like, none of us have time. It would just be ridiculous. Birds flying over it would just get vaporized by the beam from the LED. <laughs> of yeah. course, it's got to hey, be one of those. Got to be one of those blue Keeley LEDs up there. Oh yeah, yeah. Slicing hey, through. Those cancer, right? Yeah. Those cause cancer, Robert. I know that they they cause epilepsy. I'm constantly fielding, "Hey, your blue LED made me have a bad experience oh, when no. I was playing live." <laughs> I was like, oh, "That blue LED man ruined my night, man. Is there any way you can change it up to a red one?" <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, Brian, but I remember you calling me years ago when I did the fifth answer delay. About. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, I had the I had the purple LEDs. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly there was an article that said these purple LEDs cause uh, cancer. Oh my gosh! And Brian called. Well, you're me. not He's supposed like, to eat them. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Part. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think <laughs> you called me because you were considering them. 
I can't remember the details, but anyway. We were, those we were considering doing that, and I was like, have you experienced uh, any, you know, abnormal cell growth with your LED? <laughs> well, you, <laughs> well you, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I think you had gone through a bunch of, like, everyone and their mother making you change your products and, like, the, the box pedal and the, I think it was, like, oh, yeah. ex, extreme caution era. Right. I was like, I don't have any more money for lawyers this year. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Is yeah. it, is it, could it be like a UV light thing? Like the purple one just blasts you with tanning light? You get a little sunburn in your eyes from it? <laughs> That's what you need in that big two-share pedal. <laughs> a little sunburn. Walk in and get an instant sunburn. <laughs> That's an idea for a pedal right there. You guys can race to uh, see who can do it. Is a, a pedal that gives you a tan. Yeah, I'm gonna race. <laughs> we can do it to that. We idea. can do it with a thousand watts of Ryan Dick's um, power supply. Yeah, everyone wants to call him Dick, but apparently it's not. It's Dick. It it, it 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 is actually Ryan Dick. He says only Americans seem to have a problem with it. Everybody else in the world understands it. <laughs> yeah, well, well it's like all it the Americans. <laughs> I just needed it explained yeah. to me. Say it again. Oh, it don't matter. I was just saying all the all the Americans they watched too much like Beavis and Butthead and stuff. <laughs> have you tried Everyone to, else is fine. Have you tried to watch Beavis and Butthead in like the last decade or so? Like it, yes. it is not an easy watch as an adult. <laughs> no, it's no, not somebody, how I remembered it. No, I remember somebody it being said so to great. me. Why don't they reboot that into a movie? This is the other day. Uh-huh. And I was like, are you serious? It's terrible. That's why. <laughs> it's not even that it's offensive. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, this is barely like a TV show. Like, how did they get away with putting this on anything? Yeah, we were talking about that and Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Ren and Stimpy still holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll steer it back on topic a little bit. I got a prepared question here. What's your guys' favorite Sweetwater candy? Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, yeah me Tootsie Rolls for me as well. Did Robert answer? I think I probably, I think I probably take just the peppermints. I guess. Wow, you guys are uh, really peppermints. You guys are really yeah, that's a I mean, That's the peppermints. Classy. The peppermints have a little bit of a kick to them, I guess. But I'm a I'm a fireball boy. I get all fireballs. The fireballs are good, but yeah. they'll break your teeth off, man. They did. I chipped a tooth on the fireball. I I can't on... do those because I'd be talking to people and my mouth's all red. Right, <laughs> and people will think you're a, a vampire. Yeah, they'll be like rumors on Reddit about me. Yeah. Speaking of Reddit, have you heard about the Josh's new thing? Josh is a uh, he drinks blood. That's the new uh, that's the new thing about him. Well, Josh actually Josh, drinks. That's been yeah, that's been set on there. I think so. That's fine. I could do that. <laughs> speaking of speaking of world records, I think we were the most amount of people that checked to make sure we didn't have ranch on our face. At one time, <laughs> that is the funniest clip. 
Yeah. That, that chicken, the thing is that chicken sandwich needs to be talked about. It was really good. And I okay. had a lot of ranch. <laughs> was it one of those Popeye's sandwiches, or did you get a different chicken sandwich? No, this is pre-Popeye's. This Pre-Popeye's. Is, this is Sweetwater's chicken sandwich. Damn. Real good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that is a funny clip, though. I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> you guys were just... You didn't... Uh, you guys were just pouring ranch dressing all over each other, like a like a food fight. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally, yeah. totally, totally. <laughs> just like squirting hey, the bottle. It was like the yeah, gas. So it's, it's it was weird. like the gas it's... fight in Zoolander. <laughs> Sorry, keep interrupting. Like, what, what astonished me is that um, it's kind of like a herd mentality thing, and I don't even think it was. I don't even think it was conscious, but Josh mentioned. He he just said like out of blue when you know as we were filming he's like do I have ranch on my face and literally everybody around him like we all checked our faces <laughs> and it like it was <laughs> because we all ate at the same thing and we're all thinking oh shit you know we're gonna be on camera here with a bunch of ranch oh yeah yeah that scene is like we're walking up about the you know. I didn't know there was a camera rolling. I was like, I don't want to do this whole freaking video. And there's like a dribble of ranch on my face. <laughs> You're like, That's all you need on Reddit. Right? It's not even on right. around your mouth. It's like across your eyebrow. It's just like all over my shirt. Yeah. Slob. <laughs> how, how, how much time did you guys uh, spend at Sweetwater doing that thing? From the video, it seemed like it was like a day and a half or something. But was it? Was that about it? Like I think it? the whole thing was three, three, three days, three years. Yeah, yeah. Um, three days. I think the whole thing was three days. I think we put a lot of effort into the first two days. Uh, I think that's how it was. The third out. day, we just lounged around in hot tubs. Nice. Yes. <laughs> that part isn't spoken about much in the in the Guinness Book of World Records, but it did happen. <laughs> you guys uh, <laughs> broke the record for most hot tubs lounged in. Yeah. Most cuddle builders in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Not very practical. Not very practical, but we sure did it. <laughs> You're going to need a new filter after that. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of solder in the tub. <laughs> oh, man. If we were to do it all over again, if we were to do it all over again, except this time pick the pedals, guys, would we have picked different pedals? Thank, oh, you, for, thank you for running pedals, the show for really. me. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Go ahead, Josh. No, no. I, you go ahead. I, I was going to say that the one thing I wish that we would have done now, like looking back, is I wish we would have done each pedal board so it had more of an assortment of stuff. Mm. So those who got the pedal boards, you know, whether it's uh, YouTube guys or, or girls or you know, the person, people winning the giveaways. Yeah. Um, so they don't get, you know, so someone's not getting a board full of tuners. You know what I mean? <laughs> I almost yeah. got I that think board. that's funny, though. I think that's really funny to get, like, a pedal board of wah pedals. Yeah. I was watching Samurai <laughs> Guitar. I was watching Samurai Guitar's <laughs> video last night where he was just walking up and down the boardwalk in L.A. giving away all the pedals to just random yeah, people. Yeah, so and did you notice that um, he was having a very hard time finding guitar players until he went to a guitar store? <laughs> <laughs> the average walking down the sidewalk, do you play guitar? Nope. 
you know? <laughs> I was surprised how many people he did find that way, though. Like, there's a lot of guitarists out there. A lot of people play guitar. We're in the wrong industry. Yeah, we're in the oh, that says to me is we're in the wrong industry. So I'm in California yeah, need, and I can't find a guitar player. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's why those sales are so good. We had this talk the other day, Robert, but it's like I'm always saying like I wish I made plastic spoons or something. Because <laughs> everybody <laughs> needs a plastic spoon. Yeah. I feel bad for anyone in the straw industry though. I mean, I hate to get political, but man, I mean they're against the law now. Plastic the straws. Straw thing. I'm I'm in California yeah. and it's just a barren wasteland here now. We ain't got no straws. It's like Mad Max world. Yeah, those paper this, straws are not the same thing. Those are those are not they're good. horrible. They're horrible. It's really bad. You don't pump your gas to a paper straw. You don't like your toilet doesn't have paper pipes under it. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I mean I get it. I get it, but I don't get it. I can't drink out of those. They just they, need, they, they like it. Yeah, make straws out of like wax or something. Like remember, like the the wax like Coke bottle candies that would have the gel in them. Just make straws like that. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, and then when you're done with it, then you you melt it down and you make a candle or you pot some pickups or something like that. It's practical. But it, and then you put a sticker on it. Sticker only for use in Alaska. Yeah. Not, not in and the open, Oh yeah, you got They've it. opened up this industry, which is like carry around your own straw. It's like a metal straw. Like That's it's so gone dirty, too far. Though. Like I know people who do that, and they 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 swear up and down. No, oh, it's clean. I clean it every day. I'm like, oh, no, that's dirty. No, You're carrying that collapsible <laughs> straw around in your pocket with your keys and your phone and sweating next to your yeah. thigh. That's gross. I'll just, I'll just drink like, with my lips. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to drink through something that touched my thigh. That's that's my limit. Yeah, I mean my my, my straw in my pocket always gets filled with lint. Yeah, yeah. So it, it didn't work for me either. And it makes a. Fruit. You have a straw. And you're uh, just joking. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> <Okay>. I. <laughs> Those first couple drinks are real fuzzy. Exactly. Is <laughs> <laughs> that how you make a dubby, double fuzzy navel? You, uh, That's right. Use the pocket straw. <laughs> uh, let's see if I have any other interesting questions here now. Probably not. Should this be a guide to future pedal boards? I wrote that down late last night. It's kind of ridiculous. actually, I think it should be because it, it's got to have a consistent, yeah, uh, power supply and pedal board type layout. I think, in my mind, to to actually come out fun. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like people who want so to. Do, I think like, I think more could be developed in the performance part. Like I would have really enjoyed to have Rob work with us for the on that third day and and like see if we could have uh, constructed something a little bit uh, more adventurous or more involved on, on making music with such a mm. large pedal board, because I, I think that's where a lot of the magic could, could happen in a, in a second run or a second part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Make a, make, yeah, like a, make, actually... a, make a hit song out of it. Exactly. Get Billy Eilish in there to sing over it. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean that's what I was saying with like the slicer or tremolo at the end. Like I think at the end of it you could do something to make a rhythm or 
a pattern or something workable to do, uh, you know, something listenable out of it. Uh, awkward silence here, guys. <laughs> that was the sound of our pedal board when it was off. See, we were just trying to show you, give you a little bit of the real world. That's what this just sounds like when we were there. It was that quiet. <laughs> Dead quiet. Thanks for that, Boss MS2. Yeah. Pedal board saved you right there, man. Yeah. Are there any pedals mm-hmm. that uh, that didn't make it on the board that you wish had? I mean, there was a lot uh, there. The one, the custom one. Yeah, the custom one that Josh made for uh, Rob oh, yeah. Gallon. I made an angry Rob. Angry Rob. We just took an ang- angry Charlie, took a black case, and we put his, uh, we took a picture of him, and then uh, we call it iconizing, make an icon out of something, and then we just, uh, it was the angry Rob, one of one. Yeah, I forgot about that. I don't think it could go on there because the rules stated every product had to be for sell. Yeah. One of the, yeah, one of the, there were so many rules. They were so strict. Yeah. It, it was had, like, yeah, my favorite rule in the, had no idea the Guinness third Book of World Records. Fourth month. I had no idea the Guinness Book of World Records cared so much about guitar pedals. Like, how did they know so much about them to make all these rules? Well, I want to know, I want to know how they were so classy to, to dictate to us that all the pedals had to be connected in series. Yeah. I'm like, why couldn't it so, be any other way? Like, what's well, particular the, about that? Here's what I think. That's a good happened. point. Somebody yeah. there knows a guitar player. Yeah. And that guitar yeah. player is probably a big deal on, like, Harmony Central. <laughs> and they had this discussion. <laughs> and basically, it was his chance to just dominate <laughs> all yeah. of us. Right. And we had to follow every rule. I mean, it was like letter of the law stuff crazy he had to like he had to activate each pedal it had to like have a witness two witnesses next like it was crazy that is yeah. crazy but yeah i mean running 319 like fuzz pedals in parallel i'd show up for that i'd go the noise floor would have been less that sounds like a pretty good <laughs> doom show we could have just used the behringer mixer and ran them all into the sin return and yeah. That would have been fun. <laughs> we might have had a we might have had a product failure at that point, though. Maybe the the mixer Possibly. would just light up. The smoke would come out. Yeah, <laughs> too much. <laughs> should I edit? Should, rules, I, Josh? should I edit out the awkward silences, or should we keep them just for you know? Mood. I like them. I like them too. It's restful. I, I would say if it's if it's funny, then keep it. But if it's, I don't know. I mean, you're the one that's got to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, I mean, Josh, you were teasing those uh, those pedals you made in your basement leading up to yeah. this thing, and I I thought because I didn't know the rules from Guinness yet, I thought that you were gonna build like like a hundred pedals that were all just like tiny little EQ adjustments each to throw on this thing or something along no, those lines. You know? that, that would have been horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Way too much work. I, I would have just, yeah, I would have, as I'm doing it, I'd be like, why am I doing this? <laughs> but you, yeah. do that, you do that for everything, right? 
That is true. Anything I do, I'm constantly like, God, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Everything I do. <laughs> like right now? So when you, when you sold out, <laughs> right, you definitely, like definitely right now. <laughs> What's that? What did you say, Brian? I said when they sold out, were you like, were you sort of disappointed because you're like, oh, now I got to build more? <laughs> I, I shipped those and I said, they might sell in a month and everyone's going to hate them, but I just wanted to do it for fun. And then Matt calls me in four hours and I was like, dear God. And then I regret, I kind of regretted it. Yeah. Now you got to do it all day, every day. Welcome yeah. to the rest of your life. Cause I was expecting like, Oh, this is fun. It's like a history thing. And yay. And then we'll do another batch in January. Well, you got to just price yourself out. Like, keep <laughs> racking the price up. Get them up to like eight hundred dollars well, yeah. max. Just double every single time. <laughs> I did do. There you go. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, it's like it's like this pedalboard thing where it's just like we were talking earlier. Just so many people, just like this, is such a waste of time. This is stupid, you oh know. And I was. That's how it is with anything you do. So, like the comments on those pedals, you know, it's like people absolutely it's polarizing there's no middle it's like this is amazing yeah. and then the other side is like you're an arrogant prick <laughs> and then <laughs> and it's like that's how the that's how the pedal <laughs> that's how the pedal board thing feels it's like this is so cool you guys wasted your time you could have given those to people that needed them or it's like dude and i asked <laughs> yeah. i was asking i was asking brian and robert i was like I was in Washington one time and there was like this world record cookie thing. You know, they're out in the street with this big chocolate chip cookie. I was like, do people do that to the cookie? Is it just the gear? Like, is there, is there somebody that's like, this is a waste. This uh, stupid cookie. I could have had some of that cookie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So yeah, anything you do, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Even, I mean, you know, people oh, yeah. don't like your show. Oh, I know. They hate your show. I've seen it. I know. No, I I love I love those those people. I love those comments. I I search for them. I uh... I will I will say this. When I did the boss collaborative, I you know he Yoshi said a sign. This is boss. This blew my mind. He said one sign of a successful product to them, a major sign, is that when people hate it. Yeah, that sounds crazy. And I was like, you're insane. But that's that's how they view because. And he meant like when there's chatter and people not liking it online, it's usually the positive aspect is way bigger and you actually start seeing it. It's just sure. so weird. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because people people that are happy don't really say a lot. That's like, that's the weird thing. That's how life happy. goes for some reason. Yeah. When yeah, you're happy, happy, you just sit back and relax. Why would you say anything? So, yeah, there's some math there. You know, the people that have taken the time to hate something, mm-hmm. there's a way bigger population of people that saw it as well, and they they're just happy. They're just sitting around happy. How do you guys? Uh, yeah. How do you guys take like, you know, the trolls and the internet criticism and stuff like that? I mean, I know Josh, you get way more of it than any of us all combined. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, like Robert and Brian, like, do, do you? Do you, uh, does that bother you at all? If you find criticism online, do you guys take it to heart or is it just kind of like, that's the biz? You know, what's mm. funny about that is I think it's been kind of central to, to my, my being a business owner in Keely electronics from day one. I mean, it, the, the concept of somebody hating on my product publicly is kind of on one hand, a challenge. So I kind of look at it like a challenge, like how can I turn this guy around? 
he's obviously so passionate about gear that he's willing to spend his time, you know, talking about how frustrated he is. So I kind of like, I, I've always looked at it like, man, if I can convert that one guy that's out there hating on me and win yeah. him over, then yeah. I've really done a, a lot. And, and, and so because I got such a frail ego and everything else, you know, and, and I like to be liked myself. <laughs> and so, uh, I kind of like, it just, it just ingrained in, I guess, who I am. So yeah, those, those trolls, I don't, I don't take them too well either. And I, and I just try to convert them, you mm. know, and give them a reason to like me. But, but, uh, man, they are, they are funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those guys and girls. Well, if someone's like invested yeah. enough of their personal energy to hate something, like they already care about mm-hmm. it. It's a different kind of caring about it, but it's like they're, they're, it's got to be pretty personally invested to hate something. It's so like if, yeah. if someone's coming at you with hate, it's like, wow, you've already got to them in some way. You've got their attention. Like you did something to yeah. evoke some kind of emotion in them, which is pretty powerful in, in its own way. Yeah. Like, like Robert said, I have seen so many people flip around 180 yeah like whether it's a one conversation or go out of my way to mess you know just like robert was saying i think i tend to i want to do that i do it less because it gets harder and harder but man when you do convert someone around and they talk to you and they're like oh okay he's a human he has blood in his veins they like they switch around and then sometimes they become like super fans and then it's a whole it's really other bizarre. problem. Ugh. Then you got to invite yeah. the super fan. Yeah. I always get comments like, and "Here's uh, literally one." He said, "I love guitar reviews where the reviewer looks like some dweeby accountant who also coaches your kid's pee soccer team, but he can shred like Slash." It's like I don't know whether to be offended by that or flattered. You know, they were literally just <laughs> right. des- describing everything that. Ha- happens to land in front of them like they do that throughout their entire day like there's a sandwich that lands in front of them and they're going to eat their sandwich and like well it looks like this and this and that and they're trying to come up with some quip that's just their daily thing that they're doing there <laughs> it is a weird thing like i get like you know I, I i do a different thing than you guys do i do the youtube thing and, and whatnot i don't actually make a physical thing but like i get all, comments all day long and it's people just describing the first thing that they're seeing in the video it's like why? Why are you describing this? <laughs> I, right. Everyone sees it. Like we don't need it to be explained to us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. Like to me, like the hate comments. That, that's kind of like a reflection more on that person who's responding than. Oh sure. I don't know. And yeah. me. I mean, I. I get. I it probably used to bother me a lot more, and pretty much these days, I just unless it's like really, really hateful and. You know, like if they say, I hope you die or something like that, then I'm like, ah, let's just delete this one. Well, you're going to, I mean, you are going to die, know. Brian. I mean, wait, are, <laughs> you are going to die. I mean, eventually. we don't know that yet. With and advancements in AI, and- we don't. I tell you this if you can figure out how to use those purple LEDs in a new way, you might last forever. Yeah, you guys are going to discover <laughs> the cure to death. When you make a pedal with a certain LED and a certain circuit, and you're going to call it the cure to death, and everyone in the world is going to buy this pedal. It'll be amazing. Yeah, I'm going to start pre-selling <laughs> it before I figure it out. Kickstart it. <laughs> I will death. say this. I, I used to think 
I mean, because when you're when you're like you know your head's in the sand, you think everything's related to what you're doing. But so I've gotten into photography, and then I have another friend who's into like he does like uh, overlanding. He's built out like this nice Toyota, and he can't you know he does like all these off road things in Colorado. And all of these little sublets have they have forums. They yeah. have the same crowd. And it's like photography is I have seen people say the worst things ever over like what lens to buy. Or and then, <laughs> so it, it's kind of in, in anything you're doing, yeah. There's it's not guitar. It's not guitar. I used to think this has to be guitar. They're, we're all crazy, but it's not. It's just no. people get really passionate about whatever they're doing, and they're right. My mo- yeah, uh, my wife used to spend time on, like, mommy groups and mommy blogs and stuff like that. That sounds insane. That stuff is intense. She had to quit. She couldn't do it anymore. Like, people, it is... It is life and death. Well, the, the mom, the mom shaming thing is crazy. Oh, yeah, man. so that's like that's gonna be. If you, if you, how do dare you your, have your baby that way? Yeah, <laughs> the wrong diapers, and your, you know, your kid is never gonna turn out right. You, you, you've ruined them. How dare you have that stroller? Yeah. That is the wrong stroller. How dare you? <laughs> your baby will die in that stroller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But no, that's like that's how intense it gets. Oh, it's totally. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it is that. It is that, for, that being on Reddit. It is that for everything because it's people with the opportunity they have on the internet to say whatever they want, and no one can reach out and slap them. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. Deal if you're with the type of mother, if you're the type of mother that uses those diapers, then you're the type of mother that's going to forget your kid in the car. <laughs> You know, no, that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> kind of shaming, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, mom shaming. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My wife talks about it all the time, like how just groups of people, like like un unasked for advice, just like totally shamed because you like got an epidural or you use this pacifier. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just had the thought that I should look up to see if there's like dad blogs or dad groups. And it immediately sucked all the energy out of me. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think dads care enough about that. They're just like, whatever. Yeah, I think they care different. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Very true. Yeah. Here's here's another question to bring it back to Sweetwater. Uh I mean, do you guys, do you guys have, are you like regular people like the rest of us? Do you have a Sweetwater rep or do you guys just call into the front desk and have them send you stuff? No, I got a regular dude, Jason Coons. Jason, yeah. That's what I was going to get yeah. to. I was going to ask you guys what the names yeah. of your uh, Sweetwater reps are. Cause that's like a huge thing. Like you get your own rep and that's your rep for life. Yeah. Mine's Brendan Murphy. He's been my rep for 10 years. Wow. Yeah, that's so yeah. awesome. Mine's Charlie Davis. And I, I, nice. As long as I can remember, yeah. It's, it's, that, yeah. That's a real testament to Sweetwater. No, no one does business. It is. I mean, if you, look, if you look at their their gear fest, like, does Guitar Center, you know, I love Guitar Center. I love Musician's Friend. I love Zounds, you know, Sam Ash. But are, are, 
are there customers camping out on the lawn and enjoying hot dogs and running around? No. Enjoying themselves and their family and their family too at, at, a, at a retailer. So, you know, that just goes to show you how special Sweetwater is. And it's like them to put on this world's greatest thing and them to have sales engineers that, that, that care about you, that you can remember their name and yeah. everything else because uh, Sweetwater is that kind of magic type of place, you know? Yeah. I went to, yeah, it's, I went it's to crazy. I went to GearFest uh, a year ago, two years ago, something like that. I couldn't believe it. It's just like, it feels like yeah. family there. Like people come up to you and they you know, want to talk to you. I got to meet my, my Sweetwater rep and he gave me like a behind the scenes tour and everything like that. It was it's crazy. The customer service is just ridiculous with Sweetwater. It's, yeah, it's, it's no joke. It's an experience for sure rather than just a, a sales tactic, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, they're they're gonna they're hard to beat. I would if I was opening an online remote store, I I don't it'd be really daunting thinking about competing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean it was such a great experience being out there a year or so ago. I was like walking around, I was like, should I should I try to get a job here? Like it seems like a really amazing place. Do I wanna do I wanna Dude, I think I think about that all the time too. I'm like, I hate this pedal business. Maybe I should just get a job just selling keyboards at Sweetwater. Yeah, yeah. I mean they, they walk around they, they got a racquetball court in there, they got a hair salon, they got a travel agency. What else do they have in there? They probably have marriage counseling. Lord knows we all need some of that sometimes. I like I have I, I work at Sweetwater. I have absolutely said to myself could I go work there? <laughs> Me too, dude. I'm, I'm telling the truth. It's like, I'm, hey, maybe I could do I'm, that. I'm there a lot, and I'll just have these moments of like, we could just move here and just, I don't have to do the pal thing. We'll just make it a compound. <laughs> Everyone will move there. It'll be like a little, like, musician city. Like a cult. <laughs> like a cult. It'll, it'll, it won't be a cult, but it'll be a lot like a cult. I mean, yeah, I'm... Everyone will have to give us but all their money and but, uh, worldly I'm possessions. Natalie, I'm imagining Natalie from Sweetwater sitting there thinking, oh, that's an idea. I could get all the pedal buildings <laughs> to work for us, and then we could create our own brand, and then... The cartoon guy. Could you even imagine the amount of emails we would get, though? Oh, my Ooh. God. <laughs> well, that's the that's the reason to do it. The emails just go straight to the uh, to the email team. You don't have to deal with them anymore. Oh. I say this: if Brian and Robert do it, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally applying for the position right now. <laughs> I'm, I've already quit. And I've already quit. And you, you? Here's here's the other thing: we all three know they would hire us. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. There's no interview process. No. I would go straight like, to the kitchen. I don't know about you guys, but I would work in the kitchen. Dude, you could really... They have good food, but I feel like you could add what they need. Oh, man. I got to say, That's like, true. I think when I first started following you on Facebook, Robert, like, you were doing a lot of food posts, and I was like... I got I gotta get over to Robert's house sometime. <laughs> He's making really good looking food over there. Yeah. We're just proving that we're always thinking about having another job. That's what this is. <laughs> exactly. I'm like cook, sweet water sales engineer, anything. <laughs> I mean I yeah. It, it doesn't get more, you know like definition of like sidetrack your life than to start, you know, like a pedal company or to do anything 
like in the guitar industry and just be like, oh yeah, I'll just go in all, all in on like this thing that should be a hobby for any reasonable person. And just to make it your job is just insane. And maybe I'm a little self-reflecting yeah. a little bit right now. But <laughs> well, no, it's like the reality is, I mean, to make actual money, you have to get it so big. And then when you do, it's really difficult and you end up not making a lot of money, but everybody thinks you're rich. Right. Yes. Yeah. They all think yeah. that you're like living on a yacht or something. I don't know. Cause you not- sell a $400 <laughs> fuzz pedal. None of us are living on yachts. We <laughs> lease them. There's a big distinction, you know? Yeah. It's pretty obvious. We yeah, lease our yachts. It's seasonal. We don't, li- we don't live on yachts. Yeah. I've always told people that, you know, when they talk to me about getting into the pedal business, I'm like, that's great. But if you want to make money, go sell insurance or something. If you want to have fun, (laughs) build pedals. But you're not going to do both. (laughs) Yeah, because, yeah, by the time it gets, it's just hard. Yeah, Yeah. I want to be making spoons or forks. I love guitar. I love pedals. I do wish I made like a, you know, bubble gum or a fork or like, you know, something. Yeah. Right. Well, with that cheery note, maybe we should wrap this up. <laughs> I'm I cut. think we just keep, we keep going down this trail and just everyone's depressed. Yeah. I'm just going to cut <laughs> up. Well, a I, bunch I of, uh, I'm going to cut up a bunch of hot takes and sound clips of, of Josh out of this and just publish them all to, uh, yeah. To a what do you group. got? Rob? You got something. I got, a question. I got a question for us. Because I, right. I have I have I have not been able to answer this one. Did Uh-oh. did the experience um, inspire any pedal ideas for mm. you guys for either of you two guys? I, I I was having kind of a hard time. I mean, my 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 ideas were not pedal related. It's like why didn't I do a power supply? So that's you know that's what I that's what I took away from it. I was like, man, that power supply was slick. Why didn't I do that? But I didn't know if there was some pedal ideas or something that came out of it that you guys might have noticed. That's a good question. I honestly didn't. I didn't have any like lightning bolts of idea or anything. That's a cool, that's you know, a cool I, question, though. Yeah, I didn't have anything that I thought I should make that. I, I did after hearing the drop in person. I think it's what it's called, right? The Digi- is it Digitech drop? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, that's a great, really. Yeah, and you I, like the pod. Yeah, I like the pod too, yeah. Um, I was I was watching a video and I think I think Rob did something with the drop and I'm like wow, I you know I, I guess I just never really noticed how well that worked. I've never play, I've never had one on my rig. Yeah. But I've heard people talk about them. But um, man, that would be so handy to have. I don't know. I I don't think we would ever make one like that. But I guess more than anything, it made me want to buy more pedals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, why why do you think Sweetwater set this whole thing up? Makes people want to buy more pedals. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's true. That's now, true. Now that now that you know that you can run three hundred plus pedals at the same time, it just opens things up. Now I got to go buy more pedals to uh, do it on well, my I own. Well, I bought pedals while I was there. <laughs> I bought a few. <laughs> they got you. The whole thing was a ruse to get you over there. They always get me because they have that stinking used store next to the restaurant. And I've been yeah. doing this thing for like a year where I go in and buy all the cheapo digital processing, like Digitech $30 multi-effects. Uh-huh. They mm-hmm. always have them. Yeah, they got me. How many? Uh, I'm such a sucker for those. I love those. How many? Yeah. Uh, Especially the older ones. 
How many of the same model of those do you have now, Josh? I know you just like to have redundancies of everything. How many like old Digitech? What are they like the RP five hundred fives or whatever? Yeah, like I've collected the whole like the Zoom five series, all of them, oh, and yeah. then I have. I'm in the. I'm looking on the drawer right now, and then I got the. Uh, yeah, so like the Digitech RP seventy, Digitech Element. Oh, I have two of those. I didn't know I had two, and then yeah. All kinds of crazy, like the Zoom G1. Oh yeah, all of those. They're really wretched, but they all have a good sound in them. Uh huh. One of my first pedals was yeah. a was a Zoom 2100. Yeah. And that uh, I bought it because it was the best like amount of effects to dollar ratio in the musicians from catalog when I was a kid. I was like, oh, this is this one's got 40 effects. The other one has 30, and it's ten dollars more. So I'm going to go with this cheaper one that's got more effects. But to the, to this day, like the ring mod in that thing is like my personal definition of what a ring mod is supposed to sound like. Even though it's you know some sort of you know 90s digital model of a ring mod, like that's just what a ring mod is supposed to sound like to me. Probably great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just sounds like a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> What else do you need? Hey, I, I got I got one more for us. Don't, okay, don't hurt me yet, guys. Okay, I, I the biggest regret of of winning, getting the world's record with you guys was that I didn't, I couldn't even open my mouth to Alex Lifeson. Did mm. any of you guys have have what it took to go and like give him a compliment or ask him something of substance? I mean, I wanted to tell him. I would give him another child. I would, you know, clean his fingernails. I would do anything. <laughs> and I, I couldn't get anything out. I really so wanted to of- tell that guy how much of an influence he was. And I could do nothing but sit there like a little girl just going, dang. <laughs> you know, I wish I could say something that he hasn't heard before. You know, right. I'll get out of the way at first. <laughs> I, I didn't really realize who he was. Like I was... <laughs> I, cause like I, I know. And then I did and I was like, Oh wow, that's amazing. But I don't know a lot about, I kind of, I need to go listen to Russ. Like it kind of just isn't something I know a ton about. So I didn't, I just saw him and I was like, I actually had the thought like, Hey, like I'm kind of hungry. What's this guy doing? <laughs> you thought it was, you thought it was the Santa Claus at the Fort Wayne Macy's, huh? This is no disrespect to him, but it was just like, I was in the zone building, you know, we're doing this thing. And I was like, who's this guy? Like, like he's taking up our time. And (laughs) then when I realized it's like, and then I was like, oh, everybody's done that. And I was like, oh, crap. I didn't realize who he was. Never mind. I'm sorry. (laughs) Then you're you're back in the cheese joke. You're like, hold on while I rush over there. (laughs) Oh yeah, I was. Yeah, (laughs) Absolutely. Because that's what I, I live for that only. <laughs> there were so many puns that immediately happened. Well, you guys shouldn't feel too bad about it. Uh, he, he called me up last night, and he, he was just as nervous to talk to you guys. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. Um, we were talking earlier. Uh, Ryan and Rob missed uh, Rob missed a perfect dinner opportunity the night before. Oh yeah, because uh, Alex was staying at my hotel and he ended. So I'm sitting at the bar having dinner because Rob, you know, basically stood me up. Oh, and, uh, sorry, Brian. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Alex walks in 
and sit down, and we end up having a beer together while we eat dinner. Nice. So, oh, cool. Yeah. It was, then uh, you guys got in the red bar and, and you took off, went to a witch hunt. I wish, I wish it was that. The cool. camera the whole time, I just kept thinking, I wonder if he knows that like he's influenced everything I do. <laughs> like, yeah. I wonder if he really realizes that I'm fanboying like crazy right now. He probably <laughs> knows, and he he probably thinks about that all day long about you specifically, like influencing everything that you do. <laughs> probably, probably so. He's he like goes to bed at night and he's just like I wonder if he's thinking about me right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's always like, what would Wampler do? What would Wampler do? Major <laughs> or minor? You know, do you think or he realized? Do you think he knows that I didn't realize who he was? Oh yeah, he knows. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what their new song is about. Josh, don't know me now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's called "Don't Know Me Now." That's right. Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in the minor key. Yeah. Uh, all right. You guys want to say anything to incriminate yourselves before I uh, hang up and stop recording? No, I just I want to say for real because uh, we've really been on subject, but I just want to say that it was it was really fun, and I think one of the reasons it worked so flawlessly was having Brian and Robert and. <laughs> And Ryan and Temple, it was just amazing. Everybody there being able to pull it off because we all had our doubt, mm-hmm. and uh, we all didn't. We thought we'd be troubleshooting for a full day, and it was just amazing. It was a great team, and Nat- Natalie did a great job getting the right people there. Yeah, Natalie's right. awesome. Hundred percent on board with that, man. I-, I really enjoy working with you guys, and it-, it was it was a great thing to kind of cement us uh, sticking together like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it really shows uh, kind of the behind-the-scenes look that a lot of people get when they come to, like, NAM and whatnot and interact with you guys, just, like, the actual camaraderie that's there and the actual, like, kind of culture that's there in this industry. Like, I don't think I, – I try to describe it to people, but I don't think people really understand it. So, like, getting people getting to see it, I think, is, is really a powerful thing. Pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll make that the end of this. Thanks for, thanks for entertaining me and uh, entertaining this this concept of too many phones on at the same time and Robert's heavy breathing now. I think that's Robert. That's all the freaking cigarettes I've had today doing interviews. <laughs> all right, enjoy, enjoy all your other interviews that we're going to be blasting across the internet and just taking over all of the guitar dome. But this is this is the best one, Ryan. I knew oh, it. Yeah. We set another record. Yep. Best one. That was a lot of fun. I, I, I hope that the three of us, four of us, Ryan included, come up, Natalie included, Matt Duncan included, come up with another world record we can do. I know we can do it. We're, we're just going to set records from here on out. That, yeah, that's the life from that's, now on. I don't do, I don't do anything yep. anymore if it's not setting a record. There you go. Yeah. This morning, you're talking. This morning <laughs> I ate the world's biggest egg. I had to track down the world's biggest egg. <laughs> <laughs> a twin ostrich egg at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been a ton of fun. Uh, now that I've dipped my yeah. toe into interviewing people over the phone, I'll probably do this so much that it becomes obnoxious. So thanks for. Uh... Nobody's going to be as good as us, though. <laughs> That's true. No. I'll always be chasing this high. <laughs> It'll never be just quite good enough, and I'll just always be unsatisfied. So, uh, 
Thanks for that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks to everyone out there who listened to this. I'm glad you made it to the end. You know, the 12% of you that did. <laughs> uh, stay grounded. Bye, everybody.